0: This is a recording of a short story from Ian Gardner's short story anthology published back in 2008. It's called Fragments of Chloe. Chloe is only five. On Sundays we go for walks past the trees on the side of the road and she asks me why do they grow so tall? And I tell her that it is because they are all reaching up as high as they can for the sun all the time. And this stretches them out tall and straight. See, I don't have children. I wanted children, but I could not have them. So I walk with Chloe every Sunday through the park and down by the lake to watch the sailboats. My neighbor, Barbara leaves her with me every other weekend. Barbara takes the Sunday express train out to visit her boyfriend in Georgetown since she works all week. And on the weekdays, Chloe goes to daycare. Where are we going today? She asks. "'We're going to see the ducks,' I say, and she laughs, and her face lights all up, and we almost start to run, but not quite, until we are right near the water. There are a few ducks there, walking by the water and swimming in circles and eyeing us with their beady black eyes, dark green heads, and brilliant white-tipped wings that shine in the sun. The gray ducks, with very little color, are the females, I explain, and as Chloe runs towards them, they flap into the water, but not too far away because these are city ducks and they know that we might have food. Anna, can I feed the ducks? She asks. Sure, honey. I take out some chunks of bread that I saved from the garbage down at the grocery store where I work part-time. They throw out all the old food that hasn't been sold or has expired, so sometimes I take a few of the bread loaves to a homeless man on the corner or save some for these days when Chloe and I go down to the water. As we take the path Back to the car, the trees overhead are swaying in the breeze. Chloe and I look up at the sky for a while, stopping right in the middle of the path, being really quiet so we can hear the wind moving through the leaves. And she says, these are beautiful trees. I really like them. Yes, Chloe, they are beautiful. Just like you, I tell her. and She hugs me, all pink-cheeked and wide-eyed, staring up into the cool gray sky. A stranger walking his dog past us has a small smile on his face as he hears her voice, and I wonder if he thinks that I am her grandmother. The small dog, gray and tiny, ignores us. His eyes are fixed on a red squirrel that has darted out into the path. Monday morning is a cold one. There is a chill in the air. I'm making tea. From my window, I see Barbara and Chloe climb into their car, and they pull out of the driveway into the fog. I sit there in the kitchen for a long time, looking out at the one tree in my backyard that is still clinging to life, and there is an ache in me that is spread to my bones. Old bones. I am past my 56th birthday. I do get out sometimes, but it's so hard to meet anyone my age who isn't settled down. There are so many old folks Stuck in their old age homes these days, like the one my mother sits in, her eyes fixed on the television screen, her memory a blip of moments left behind long ago. So many of us staring at the wall have lost their will to even walk, and they watch TV for hours. I feed the ones that cannot eat on their own when I volunteer there on Thursdays, and as I stare out the window tonight, I see the traces of my face in my window, and I begin to cry. It is time for me to go off to the grocery store for the evening shift so soon the bus will arrive on the corner and I will take my purse and enough change for the fare both ways and watch the cars and the houses roll by me in the fading evening light. I look forward to Sundays when the air by the water has so many voices and the sound of the trees is like a song for Chloe and I. I see more trees and more things than I usually do. When Chloe takes my hand and shows me all these things, it's like I'm feeling life over again, things I have forgotten. This is the life that I've chosen, even though the thought that I may have forgotten to do something important those many years ago never really leaves me. There was a man I loved, and I recall the icy cold of lake water on my bare feet, same as when I was 12, spending summers at a family cottage wonder about how I can recall feelings more than most other things. The rest of the years have become more like pages in a book that someone else has written. There are those mornings I just feel like I am almost there, when I can reach right out and touch the world, and it will respond with a laugh, and I hear the ducks calling me like old friends. And then there are days like this one, where I have no more words, and I walk out the door, remember to lock it shut behind me.